Hello, beautiful beings, and welcome to today's episode of the Plant Lady Podcast. I cannot believe that it is already the 15th episode. I am so honored to welcome on my partner, my love, my best friend, my mirror, Cole Trent, to come on and talk about all things fan life relationships, homeless humans, and so much more. We really dived into it today. Thank you for listening, and without further ado, let's get started. Hello, beautiful beings. Welcome to today's episode. I have my lovely partner, Cole, here with me today. How's everybody doing? And we are in Encinitas, California. We are by the beach. So if you hear some outside noises, maybe some waves crashing, that is just because that is where we are at right now at this moment in time. And I'm really grateful to uh, dive into today's conversation. Cole joined me today so that way we could talk about some realities of van life, the realities of homelessness, and the places that we're seeing while we're here in California. So Cole and I were both kind of born and raised in Florida, so to see this new perspective of the West Coast has definitely been eye-opening and a total shift. So we're going to dive into all of that goodness today. What's that mean? Must be an update for Zoom. Or is it review recorded by somebody else? I just hit record, maybe. So it's really tapping in. Hello, guys, and welcome to today's episode. I am, we are, I'm going to restart that already. It's so crazy. Yeah, it's just, um, it's a wild uh, perspective that you have when you're in such a bubble and you don't realize it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you grow up a certain way or you're with certain people, surrounded by certain people who live as well, you know, in a privileged way. Um, and then it takes really you to go out and see the difference see the change see um how other people are struggling and um see how they're living because you you know when you when you have those blinders on you don't see that you know when you're in a uh a community that doesn't have um you know a big problem with homeless um you know maybe you see it on like on a, on a smaller scale you see like the occasional you know homeless family or homeless couples on the corner but yeah when you kind of like actually dive deep into this world or this nation just in itself you see like wow there is a lot out there that are so less fortunate Mm -hmm. and don't share the same privilege Mm -hmm. don't share the same freedom and um yeah it's it's eye-opening and it's heart heavy to talk about but yeah, it's an experience and it's, it's, and at the end of the day, I think at most it's humbling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think as children, 
and maybe even our parents and their parents' parents, when we see someone that is homeless, I know for me in my experience as a child, through the eyes of a child, when I saw someone was homeless, we kind of automatically put this label on them that they're drug abusers or alcohol abusers or they did something to deserve or to be where they're at. And although I do agree to the extent that everybody does have a choice, um, when I first met Cole, there was a YouTube series that we began watching and it is called The Invisible People. And I'll link that channel in the description part of this podcast because I think that it is very, very important that everybody watches this. And it really wasn't until that moment that I started to really question why it was that I thought that these homeless people weren't deserving of that $10 bill in your wallet over the ones or, oh, I'm not going to give them a 20 because they're going to go buy drugs with it, but I'll go to McDonald's and buy them food instead. And why do we feel like we have the right to, to put these people in a box of, even if they were going to use the money for drugs, maybe that helps them live to see one more day. Because a lot of these people in that series describe how obviously that life is very heavy. And a lot of them do try to be clean, but in that heaviness, the only thing that they can do is just to get high to help them get through it. And it really, really is sad that we have chosen to now stop giving them anything or to throw them in the box or judge them by their cover, not even think about if they have kids or if they even have a job. Because a lot of times people on that we see on the streets do have jobs, they are working class and it's just not cutting it. And um, here in California, we even see, you know, people hop out of their trucks and put on their work suit and drive a separate car to go to work. Um, So it's very eye-opening to see just the realities of of what is really, really taking place in this country and why are so many people without homes and so many people without shelter. And when they do create their own shelters, well, then they're getting tickets and they're getting violations and the police are arresting them and, you know, they're doing drugs because they can't live anywhere and they can't be anywhere. And it's all of these, this downhill effect of you see it in person, all these people and all we can think to ourselves is just why is nothing being done about this yeah exactly um it's it's one of those things that kind of like you can't be too hard on yourself because obviously like one person can't change the world or we can obviously with um i know that can be confusing but we can obviously receiving end of that is definitely a huge shift and in our perspective and how we respect and give the people who are homeless the time of day, you know, give them that eye contact, have a conversation, hear their stories. You know, some of these people just genuinely want someone to tell their stories to and how beautiful that is that we can be the ones that listen and that receive that. And just with that short five or 10 minutes, we're able to, to make that person's day and and to have all of these memories of the interesting characters yeah. that we've met, that if we wouldn't have taken the time to listen, or if we would have judged a book by its cover, we probably wouldn't have gotten that opportunity to exactly. receive these crazy stories about this guy that we met on the cliff, and his name was Who, and he, it was just, it's, there's so many beautiful experiences that have unfolded because of that. Yeah, no, that's, that's the truth. When you, when you give time, 
and give time and space to people that you would not expect to you and the receiving end, you know, get a gift in return. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, like the story about who, you know, guy comes up, you know, initial judgment. I feel that, you know, somebody would give would not to be to interact with this guy. Um, he was just, he just seemed like he was just having a great time though. He was enjoying himself, jamming out to some music, eating his, eating his food, you know, watching the sunset and um, sparked conversation because he had interest in our van, just loved the way it looked. And we we're like, why not give this guy the time? So we did. And then, you know, one thing leads to the next and he tells us this beautiful place here in Encinitas that we can go and enjoy very private and exclusive that he has found for himself that, you know, for living over 20 years here in Encinitas, um, this is his hometown. And, uh, you know, this is where he grew up. And to think that, you know, someone that grew up here, but yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's just, it's such, such a wild ride to go through living in the van and having the judgment um, on you and the cards being, you know, reversed, you know, if you ever gave judgment, well, now here's judgment, you know, um, and here it is, like, in your face, blatant, because, you know, people don't want to have conversations with two people that, you know, are just living out of their van, and I'm not, that's not for everyone, but um, the average person, it seems, is not as likely to go with the people living in their van, because maybe they just feel uncomfortable, why that is, I don't know. But why do we feel uncomfortable when we walk around homeless? You know, it's why do we have that uncomfortability? So it, it hinders that conversation. So we find other like-minded people through van life, other vanners, the documentaries of in, the invisible people and their, their stories and whatnot. Um, just learning their experience, like you said, learning from their side. Um, and that's where it started with us. You know, we, we, we saw those videos and inspired us to obviously have a, a different perspective on how we came across and um, you know just respected people that obviously were way you know less fortunate um, and so yeah with that we kind of just like kept on going we kept on bringing ourselves to a reality that these people are just like our loved ones and that they are like our brothers and sisters and that why don't they deserve, you know, exactly what you said, like, why don't they deserve the 10 instead of the one, you know, mm -hmm. um, who are we to say? And again, like we can't go broke, you know, um, trying to save everyone, but you know, with the voice that we have and us shining the light, we can bring it to light and we can help these people. Um, everybody has, you know, an extra, you know, a little bit that, you know, whether it be love or it be, you know, money that they can give to somebody. It doesn't have to have a value to be passed on. The value can just be within like a gesture, um, you know, saying that they're beautiful. Um, eye giving, contact. Yeah, eye contact. A hug. Yep. <laughs> Hugs are so, you know, so important because, you know, just to think about the last time that, you know, these homeless people actually had the chance to give somebody um, a hug, like, that's that's a wild thing to think of like we we all have that ability to hug friends and family and like these people are out here and they don't even have somebody to hug so yeah i mean hugs can go so far it can be more valuable than you know money and whatnot um but yeah it's just kind of like exp opening yourself and exposing yourself to it so that you can understand it more and the more that you understand it the more you see um different things that you can do to help, you know, in different ways, opening up yourself to 
um, you know, give them a toothbrush and deodorant and like things that they can do to help wash themselves and uh, help get them a proper like, you know, housing if you can, you know, get them into a place where they can actually make a difference for themselves rather than just like giving them a meal because, you know, everybody's trying to pass food across, which is again, an amazing offer, very genuine, but um, sometimes not everybody needs a meal. Sometimes people need a haircut. Mm -hmm. so yeah it just it goes so deep it goes deeper than the surface yes it definitely does and with that perspective shift since Cole and I are now um, navigating this experience of van life so now you know we're seeing these new perspectives but also we are put in this role of um, seeing how people perceive us and you know, there are times where people see us as homeless. They see us as, uh, you know, just living on the streets. And why would two young people like us want to live li a life like this? And people ask us that all the time. We yeah. have a lot of different people on the spectrum that um, come up to us and ask us and what they perceive of us and the questions that they ask. And to now feel this the momentum that we can bring to others and as a whole we can come together to to make a difference um and seeing you know the show that you had talked about you know we have great communication um but it seems like we're in our own little community and we you know the people on the outside like look down on us in a sense um they're looking to give us that ticket they're looking to call us out they're looking to um see if we're up to no good when we're literally just living our life you know the best way that we know how and um and enjoying every minute of it you know doing yeah doing everything that we love and not hurting affecting and more so helping mm -hmm. you know helping learn this life helping learn others so that we can again share this knowledge with others so that we can continue to inspire and continue to communicate and continue to love and and help the world Absolutely. And we have to really be mindful about what fear or what deep traumas or what we've been told in our past or what we watched in a movie and what we think is to be true. We have to be careful not to project that onto others, you know, because we all see through the eyes of our own perception, our own traumas, all of the things that we've been through. We see through this filtered lens. And if you can just take off of the glasses for a moment and see a soul as a soul and give them give them give each other the opportunity to share the stories to share the knowledge and you know it's i love the quote take what you take what you need and leave what you don't and that can be applied to every conversation that you have you know if you have a conversation and and you know you didn't get something out of it or you didn't get a cool story or whatever it was kind of weird and you got weird vibes afterwards well you have nothing to lose you right. know there was nothing lost there except for a few moments of time yeah. and this idea that you know life is short and yolo we only live once is such a deep programming and conditioning we have all of the time and there's no need to to rush and I guess in a sense, yeah, sure, you could say that life is short, but is it really? 
really that short? Is it really short enough that you can't take the extra five minutes to make eye contact with that person that you may think is homeless, but then they come up to you and you find out that they're woke and they're dropping some wisdom on yeah. you. And they, we have been told, we are just so grateful because just here recently we have been approached by people or approached people that we could see our past selves judging them as a homeless person, as someone who looks dirty. Maybe their clothes aren't clean. Maybe they're growing a beard. Maybe like, you know, all these things that we put on a good and bad person. You know, we always love to throw these labels on these people. And if we would have thrown those labels, we wouldn't have had these crazy stories and we wouldn't have met these beautiful people that told us about this parking spot down the street that we can now park at and we wouldn't have known if we wouldn't have right. taken that time or given them that time and there's just so much to be said about compassion about having compassion when communicating when just approaching everything and seeing everyone as just the pure light soul that they are and no matter what they've been through and the traumas and the baggage and all the stuff we all got baggage yep and just because I look clean on the outside doesn't mean I don't have shit. Yeah. You know, so it's interesting. Yeah, we were talking about that with like the, the little things that our society seems to really pick out and um, wear and accessorize to make themselves look like they're, you know, uh, very rich or wealthy um, with like just the gold, the gold accent, you know, like whether it's fake or real people love to wear the gold because you know over time it's a, it's a sign of royalty and like sign of wealth and it can literally you're just like it's crazy just that like you wearing just a little bit of you know flashy jewelry can change how somebody interacts with you um and you know we choose not to like of course like yeah if that's what we wanted to invest in was jewelry like we could have done that um we could have chose a you know a different life and and uh and definitely have had those accessories um but we found pleasure in other things we found pleasure in memories and um and the gift in sharing you know this experience with others and so you know we choose not to wear flashy stuff and we choose not to act as if we are higher than anyone because we're not you know we are such a sponge and we are and we are so much in the learning period of our lives and there's so much to learn and we are here to listen mm -hmm. and a reminder to the listeners and to myself that everyone is a mirror and when we are surrounded by people whether we like them or not whether we judge them or not whether we project our own stuff or not they are reflecting back what is in us what we subconsciously believe about ourselves so if you think that wow I love this person on on Instagram I love that her light I love what she shares I love that she can write well all of that is in you you can write you are the light you all of the things that you see in this person is in you and that can go hand in hand with all of the things that you judge in others that you don't like in people that you know, this entitled person came up to you and said this and projected their own stuff, but how you react is an awareness of your own self. And so really sitting with that is what I feel has been coming up on Cole and I's journey a lot lately is 
no matter who comes up to us and approaches us from any type of spectrum, from literally zero dollars to tons and tons of money, all decked out, best van we've ever seen, dream van, (laughs) and has four houses and four different states and places and Hawaii travels all the time (laughs) because we meet people just on all spectrums, but just having love and respect for whoever comes into our path and shows us compassion. We're going to, to give that back because we're grateful to receive that because there are times when we don't receive that compassion. So to receive it is just beautiful and heartwarming and it makes us feel home. It makes this place feel like home and something that I make, I really make a point about um, when I share van life on Instagram a lot is that the land either rejects you or accepts you. And this time around, I feel we've really tapped into that, you know, tapped into to the pe- what the people are, do we vibe with the people? Are we meet, like getting along with everyone? Does the land really want us to be there, be here? Because it will show you if it doesn't want you here. It will definitely show you by kicking you out of an Airbnb in the middle of a snowstorm in Breckenridge, Colorado, because our van wasn't aesthetically pleasing to the Airbnb host that we stayed with. And what a story. Yeah, (laughs) that's a whole nother story in itself. I'm down to share if you want to dive into. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, that goes hand in hand with van life and the community. people just being open-minded and accepting you know in a in a in a really wealthy community very um established uh people and and their houses and their families um they're not looking for any kind of you know disturbance yeah disturbance (laughs) or anything to really bring them out of their comfort zone and so they want to be in that comfortable, this is, you know, my life, this is my way. And um, so when you bring in something that can be offsetting, it can, uh, it can arise some problems. And that was our van. And so it's, it's just wild to think that like, you know, you, you bring in some vans into a community and there's literally a, a van watch committee for that community that calls and reports any vans parking in the neighborhood, whether it's residential or on the streets. And it is a 1-800 hotline to call for vans. And just to think that that has actually been established in a town of people who totally reject vanners um, is just beyond me. I just, it's just crazy. So that was our experience. We ran into that trouble of, being kicked out of a Airbnb because of discrimination on our van and our friend's van that came to join us. Um, it's just, yeah, it was just wild. So no, did we have to leave? Um, were we forced to leave? No, we could, we could have stayed, but in the terms of us feeling at any sense, um, comfortable comfortable or, or, you know, yeah, just like we were like, uh, greeted or respected? No. So obviously, going back to you know Bella say, saying, um, you know whether the land accepts you or rejects you. Um, I think the the land there rejected us, mm-hmm. and we just carried on. We we um, went through the process of going through Airbnb. That's a long story in itself as well. We would, long story short, we will never be going through Airbnb again. 
Um, but yeah, we had, we had to go through a long process of getting our money back. And for people who are living van life and you know, you know, money is not a, you know, leisurely thing and it's not just like plentifully supplied, you know, that can, that can be really like a hard situation for somebody who's just getting, you know, kind of pushed out into the street, um, in a snowstorm, say, you know, which is, yeah. which is wild. But. Going through the next couple of days, navigating those emotions yeah. of feeling like we were not accepted, that we weren't home, that we were misunderstood is a very triggering it's very triggering those emotions to to go through and as a couple in the van those are things that you go through together and those are the type of moments that either you evolve or you go your separate ways because those are those high intensity the the okay this is what we signed up for like can can we do this and as cole and i being the entrepreneurs that we are we really work as we go. We create as we go to sustain this lifestyle that we chose to live. This was our choice. It's not like we were pushed out on the streets or don't have parents that don't love us. We are very, very supported and so grateful for the support system that we both came from of our families being open to the lifestyles that we live. But we had to really sit with that. Everybody's not going to understand you and i think that's our inner child's fear is to just be misunderstood and we felt that if this woman would have just given us simply the time of day to explain ourselves to to let her know who we were deep down to see look her in the eyes and let you know see the soul and see and feel our compassion and feel all the love that we have to give i feel like the situation would have ended differently but at the end of the day if everything happened for a reason and we did end up making the best of it and ended up hanging out with our friends Em and Keith who I had Em on the podcast um, a few episodes ago to talk about the topic of van life as well but that was just such a interesting experience for our first few months back out on the road and uh, yeah it really shows you that the van life how it's been glamorized and just so trendy on instagram is beautiful it is beautiful if you're going to take that step to live this life i have all the power to you i think that's amazing i think everybody should you know it's not for everyone but i think that most people should consider it if it's something that has been on their hearts and um yeah i think there's just something to be said about the of course it is beautiful of course you get to go to any place that you want But there is the flip side of, well, we had van troubles and honestly, we couldn't go everywhere that we wanted. If we wanted to take off right now, we still got a few lights on the dashboard that need to be taken care of. And so those really aren't the things that you hear about is, oh, you got all the way to the West Coast and then lights came on. (laughs) So just van troubles, the struggles that you go through, not only within yourself, through the reflection of others, but through if you're doing it with a partner, if you're doing it solo, if you're living, you know, in a land that rejects you and you can't get to the next place yet. And so how do you navigate that? These are all questions that we're still working on answering. (laughs) I think a lot of it um, goes back to the word choice. I think that's like the biggest, like, 
understand life in one word is choice because everybody has a choice um and you know some people's choice was to go the route of having a you know a house and having um you know just or going to college you know it's it's your choice to do it you're not forced to do anything uh, it's up to you um you may have peers and influencers telling you to do something or telling you that's the correct way to go but at the end of the day it's your choice to make the decisions in your life and so with that you know reflecting on us making the choice to live in the van um that was our choice to continue to grow it's not like we uh, left a town that was not supporting us we were in a town that like Bella said, we were very supported and, um, you know, our, we felt very comfortable and, you know, in all reality, we felt very comfortable with what we were doing. Everything was very effortless and it got to a point where we were like, okay, well, we could continue to do this. Great. But what are we really doing? Like we could, yeah, we can keep living like, kings and queens in, in our in our own hometown and like um you know not even that in that sense but just living like just so uh provided for and so well supported and so loved having knowing the, all the community being able to say hi to everybody at ease um having the easy conversation because people know knew you it was just so easy and with that we we had thought to ourselves again like it's so comfortable here, where's, where's the growth? And so us cho choosing to do van life and us choosing to get into this life, that was us pushing ourselves outside of that comfortability and putting us in our uncomfortable zone all the time. Living in van life is very uncomfortable because you don't know where you're gonna sleep that night. Um, you don't know if you know, your van's gonna make it, you know, these are all, you know, and, and this can be applied to you living in a house, you know, but this was our choice with our van and pushing it out there and us putting ourselves to an uncomfortable zone where, where we know we're not supported. We know we don't have that easy communication and we have to work to put ourselves back into that zone to bring back that communication, to learn to be stronger on our communication, to learn to be stronger in our own love and to learn to be stronger in our own community so that we can grow in this community um you know whatever community that we go through we learn to be um, strong and we learn to um, grow with that strength to support others and to bring others light even when we're in our lows you know so it's just so important to i feel always continue to put yourself in the uncomfortable because that's when you're going to find the the most amazing growth. Absolutely, and what came up for me was one of my favorite quote, quotes is by our dear friend, Rinda Ryder, who yes. says, your comfort zone will kill you. Yes. And I think that really is the driving force behind why we are doing what we're doing yep. and why we are living in this life and, and putting ourselves through these hurdles. Cause like you said, of course we could choose the comfort of our home where everybody knows us, where it's easy for me to create and it's easy for me to do these things. But now we, because we are putting ourselves out of this comfort now, you know, I am 
rewriting this story within myself of always being a very shy person. You know, when I first meet people, I'm usually the quiet one and I will, it takes me a little bit to warm up. And that is the story that I've held on to until now. And I was just talking to Cole about this the other day about how now we are here on the West Coast. And, you know, we are in this totally new environment. You know, no one, you don't know where the cool spots to go. You don't know the local spots, all of those things. And you can choose to stay in the comfort of our van. We can choose to stay in our little home with each other, talk to each other because we are our own best friends and hang out with our little Roxy dog and be comfortable. We could do that. But every day when I feel the call to go and approach someone in a van or when I feel called to talk to that girl at the restaurant that has a really cool tattoo. <laughs> and through that, through me motivating myself and saying, you know what, if you feel that intuition, if you feel that call to say hi to that person, go do it. And like I said before, circling back to take what you need and leave what you don't. And I'm like, what do I have to lose through going and approaching this person and telling them that their van is sick right. odds are they're gonna love that yeah. <laughs> and so just just over the past couple of days me really rewriting the story of okay I do have times when I feel social of course there are times when I want to rest and I want to be in the comfort of the van and I want to just talk to Cole and we just want to have our alone time but there is also times where that extroverted side of us does want to come out and we do want to meet new people and go new places and through this local vegan spot here in town that we love so so much um, we were able to meet a dear friend of ours Skylar who ended up inviting us to his incredible farm out here in California where he had tons of edible wildlife and all of the plants he had horses and chickens and peacocks and all of these animals and of course I was just in heaven and so was Cole because he loved the inspiration for um, his artwork which he's been drawing sunflowers lately and if you haven't seen it go to his Instagram now and check it out because it's just beautiful beautiful stuff oh, thank you baby. and it is just so beautiful Cole and I after that day spending that day with Skylar and just being so filled with gratitude it really made us reflect and realize like, wow, if we wouldn't have gone out of our comfort zone to talk to that person or ask them that question or compliment them on that thing, we wouldn't be here now experiencing these experiences. And we know that through community and through the friends and the people that we meet and the stories that we hear, we are just living in this. It's just what the human experience is all about. It's true. It's very true. Just the like, just to feel like this part of our life does feel like home. Yeah. And it's moments like these that make me realize that home is not a place, and it never was. It's this deep feeling of community, community. Yeah. and getting along with people, and not just having the "Hi, how are you? Good, how are you?" No, we're talking about like deep. We're talking about reincarnation. We're talking about getting woke. We feel like we're on the same wavelength as yeah and especially when you're living in the van and then you meet other vanners i mean you kind of already know sometimes that you're going to be on the same wavelength if you're living like the same lifestyle yeah. <laughs> so 
so many beautiful lessons and like reflections intertwined within this journey and within this dance that we again chose chose to live you know we weren't forced into this and we are grateful for this life and it's of course not rainbows and butterflies all the time but when it is it feels really really good no it does um yeah no community going back to community and just like it being the source of like everything and like feeling like home um and having deep conversations with people that we can really resonate with and um know that we can get on that level with it's that that is like that's it that's that's the whole goal that's the whole purpose that's the whole growth and uh one of the one of our dear friends now that we have met um named alex he's like a brother to us you know we've only met this guy for i'd say a week now and you know now we see him occasionally almost daily riding up on his bike just to come check us out and say what's up and enjoy a nice conversation with us you know watching the waves and um again we've been in a relationship with this this guy that has been so genuine um it's been more genuine than people that i've shared you know um a whole time of you know growing up through school with so it's just crazy to think that in a couple of days you can be on a level with someone that can mean that much to you and share information with you that is that valuable and um, also receive information from me and Bella that is valuable to him mm -hmm. and um, going back to purpose you know his purpose was to, to get out here on this road and to hear other stories to bring back to his family so that he could bring understanding to himself so that he could bring understanding to his family and I feel like that's like like that's like my you know that's my understanding of it too like it's just to bring this information that I'm learning along the way to bring back to others and to share to others so that we can bring peace within us all you know it's it's to learn the story to hear the story from everyone else I feel like that's the understanding that you need it's to put yourself in their shoes and to listen to where they come from the more stories you hear the better understanding mm -hmm. yeah. yeah and that reminds me of you know the story of the bodhisattva and that story is the one who can reach enlightenment but chooses not to to help humans reach their own right. reach enlightenment and shed that light and share that light so of course we all we have this ability to stay to ourselves and live this life and do what we need to do but we're choosing to go out of our comfort zones to share these stories to listen to other people's stories because we know that as much knowledge that we can give we can also learn yeah. and i think if you can stay in that role of student of the universe and know that of course we do have this deep inner knowing this intuition that that tells us to know but there's always going to be more to learn there's always going to be more to peel back and, and to sit with and, and to face and this life just feels like the growth is inevitable we're just waiting for you know that next level up and we were listening to a song the other day um i can't remember who it's by but it said elevate yourself to the next plateau yes and I made a point to talk to Cole about it because it just felt so 
it just felt so relevant on our journey right now to that you truly do grow and you elevate yourself to that next point of that mountain until things get comfortable again. Yeah. And then you're back in your comfort zone. You know, once you break one comfort zone, well, now that's your new comfort zone. You know, if, if singing wasn't in my comfort zone, well, now I've sang in front of people. So now I've already, now singing in front of people is my new comfort zone. So right. now what am I going to do next? Maybe make an album. Maybe yeah. that's now out of my comfort zone. And so just in regards to that, if you, don't keep evolving. It's okay to evolve and to go to that plateau and to take time there to reflect and to rest and to get that time. And then you're elevating again to that next comfort zone. And then you yeah. elevate again. And it's like the stairs that continue to climb and the work is truly never done. It's never done. Yeah. <laughs> it's never done. Mm -hmm. Always time for growth, always so much more to learn. So every moment here is so valuable, mm -hmm. you know, time and hearing stories, there is no price tag on that. It's priceless. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so taking that time, taking your time to be in the moment, to mm -hmm. accept the moment, and just to be here now. Yeah, and through all of these challenges that we have experienced, the biggest lesson that it has taught us is to, is to be present even when things are not ideal, even when things are not the Instagram persona of what they should be or even they're not glamorous or when we're stranded on the side of the road because the van won't move or we got to put coolant in the in the engine every 30 miles so that way we can can get to where we need to go and through that we've learned to laugh and remind ourselves to be present in the now and enjoy every every moment because that's what the challenges teach us of course it's easy to be present when everything's good and smooth and it feels like life is you're just on a cloud of course we can be grateful for moments like that but can you be grateful for the times when you feel heavy and when you feel low and when you're experiencing all those emotions and it seems like it's just one thing after another can you still find things to be grateful for and can you still ground yourself and and sit with the now and maybe the answer is no and that's okay because I've been there too and yeah the work is never done and we hear you and we love you and thank you all for taking the time to listen to this this is something that Cole and I have wanted to just talk about for a while now and um, I'm really grateful to have everybody's ears listening and to have all of your feedback um, for suggesting us doing this episode and we truly hope that you enjoyed every bit of it yeah, thank you guys so much for listening i love you baby i love you <laughs>Thank you all for tuning in to today's episode. It is such an honor to have you all here with me on this journey, listening as I learn and grow every step of the way. Don't forget to head to the description part of this podcast to check out all of Cole's links and some more links that we mentioned in this episode. And I will see you all very soon.